Hey everybody, I'm Lindsay Knuckles. I'm Suzanne Martin. And welcome to the Find and Follow podcast, where the goal is to help you engage your faith outside of Sunday. So our new series is called This Passage Changed My Life. And every Sunday, our teaching pastors will be sharing a passage of scripture that influenced and changed their lives. And so over the next few weeks, we'll be having conversations with different guests about their own scripture passages that changed their lives. So we are joined today by our friend, Tammy Metters. Tammy, we're so glad that you're here today. Welcome, Tammy. Thank you. Tammy, tell glad us who you here. are. Will you introduce yourself? Yes. Well, I'm Tammy Metters. have lived in Charlotte around 20 years, actually 22 years. 22. From Alabama. And I have been in local church ministry since 94. Wow. That's so I've awesome. I've been in local church ministry a while. That's great. Love it. That's great. Mm-hmm. Tell us, what do you do for New City, Tammy? So for New City, my current role is that I oversee Academy, which is a ministry that equips uh, our congregation and even those who aren't in our mm-hmm. congregation who want to join Academy um, in biblical truth. Amen. So it helps us to become deeper disciples and become disciples who make other disciples. Um, so we have courses that people take, and it's just a great way for people to grow in their mm-hmm. faith. That's mm-hmm. great. Well, you do a great job with that, Tammy. Well, thank you. Well, thank you for being here. We're really excited to have this conversation. So we wanted to start off with um, hearing what's a, a scripture, a verse, a passage from the Bible that mm-hmm. changed your life, Tammy. Well, I wanted to share um, a pass. It's not a passage, it's a, a verse okay. um, informed by a lot of different passages, though, uh, because it talks about in Christ, mm-hmm. that, that concept of being in Christ. And it's Ephesians 2.10. Mm-hmm. And I want to read it in two versions. So I'm going to read it okay. first in the ESV version. It says in the ESV, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Okay. And then I really like the NLT as well. So I wanted to read that as well. The NLT says, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. The good things he planned for us long ago. That's so yes. good. That's the verse that I would say has really changed my life, has honestly changed my, my life. Mm-hmm. So how, like, what grabbed you the first time you read it? Like, mm-hmm. how did that set with you? So I remember first hearing about identity in Christ, mm-hmm. being in Christ when mm-hmm. I was a junior in college. And I brought, I pulled oh, this out. That's impressive. I, it's not quite in um, pristine condition, but this is, this is almost 30 years old, people. Well, <laughs> it wouldn't be in pristine condition. <laughs> really it's actually old. in great condition yeah. for being 30 yes. years old. So, yes. For those who are so. just listening who aren't watching, Tammy's holding up a Bible study. It's a handout sheet from a seminar I, I attended wow. through campus outreach in college. Do you keep most things? Sorry, just a quick little <laughs> how question. Much, how many things do you keep, I don't Tammy? Keep, well, you know what? That's a, I'm not going to disclose the answer to that. <laughs> that's, that's private, people. Um, Are you a hoarder? For some reason, I, I saved I love a that lot you saved of my this. campus I love that you outreach. saved this. You know, this is yeah. during the ministry um, history where every seminar, every talk you went to, you were provided a handout with blanks that you had to fill in. Do you remember? Yeah, I do remember. You remember that? Mm-hmm. I don't think we still do that anymore. Not really. No. No. But I don't know if we do that though. Where, uh, yeah, I don't know. Do we still do that? I don't I know. Mean, Who's we? Like campus Sometimes ministries? Just ministry. Ministry in general. Yeah. I don't know. Not too many to fill say. in the blanks. Yeah, I don't yeah. think. I don't think so. But I remember being in this 
seminar talk at a retreat my junior year of college. Um, and I remember the speaker saying, who are you? Mm. And we, you know, we were answering different things and, you know, she would say, no, that's what you do. No, that's your season of life. No, you know, um, and then she really started talking about, no, where do you get your worth? Who are you? And th this is at the top. And this kind of blew my mind a little bit at that time in my life. It said, I am not who I think I am. I am not who you think I am. I am who I think you think I am. Mm. And that really hit me because a lot of my worth and identity was coming from what other people, mm. what I perceived uh, as how other people looked at me and viewed me in their opinion of me. Wow. Um, so that really started me on this journey of what does it mean to be in Christ? And Ephesians 2, 10 kind of encapsulates so much of what it means for our lives to be in union with Christ, because it talks about us being his work, his workmanship, it created in Christ Jesus. We're created anew in Christ for good works that he's prepared in advance for us to do. So it talks about our purpose, mm -hmm. our identity. And so that verse has just always been one um, that I feel like has made a huge difference in my life. You've held on That's to that great. one mm -hmm. for the years. That reminds me of a story. Um, I went to counseling for the first time, I, I mean, 15 years ago, mm -hmm. and my counselor was like, who are you? That was her question, and it was mm -hmm. homework. And I remember I left and I, I was like very serious about this assignment. And I was like, yeah, who am I? And I listed the things I've done, the things I'm good at doing. I asked people around me, like I was like very excited about this assignment. <laughs> so funny thinking about. So I come into her office like the next week and I'm like, here's who I am. And I'm like, do, 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 do. You know, I'm good at this, I'm this, 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 this. And she like looks at it and she's like listening to me. And she's like, what about like daughter in Christ? And I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't put that at all. I didn't even think of it. And that right. was like the point of her assignment is like, you are ultimately number one. You are in Christ. You are a daughter right, of the King. Right. I was like, Oh my gosh. Our identity starts there. It mm -hmm. starts there. But yeah. we, I think we, mm -hmm. Oh, I do that. Mm -hmm. I've done it. It's about what I can do versus what God has already mm -hmm. done. Yeah. And Performance and appearance. At that yeah. time in my life, when I started really thinking about where am I getting my worth, um, it, performance and appearance were pretty high on my list. In what way? Do you mind expanding that? Just or? grades at that time. You know, even through elementary and high school, you know, I felt like I pleased people with my grades. So I felt like there was something about achieving in that space um, that gave me worth and value and importance. Um, and then appearance, I mean, I'm in college, you know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm wanting to, you know, be cute or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just realized, oh, I'm putting way too much um, focus and importance on physical appearance. Mm -hmm. So those were kind of the two that, that kind of, oh, I'm getting my worth here. And so I started this journey trying to figure out how do I find my identity in Christ? And I'm just going to be honest, it didn't come really easy to me to figure out what that looks like. It was just so mysterious and just like, what does it mean to be in Christ? I was just like mm -hmm. trying to figure that out. Um, and I was telling Suzanne earlier, I was on the search for, for an illustration. 
like what how can I understand this through an illustration? Well, and it's mystery. Like the mm-hmm. union, our union with Christ is so like, it's hard for us to wrap our brains around it. So mm-hmm. what did you find? What's well, the best illustration? So I, I, I found this illustration that someone used a bunch of um, Rubbermaid containers and they were nestling them inside and talking mm-hmm. about you're being, you're hidden, um, you're hidden with, you know, in Christ. Mm-hmm. And they were using that, but it still just didn't quite resonate with me. Like I, so I, fa- I finally found one. It says, it is an unusual way to think about Christ. Perhaps an illustration is in order. Imagine yourself at the airport about to board a plane. The plane is on its way to sunny Melbourne, and Melbourne is where you want to be. What relationship do you need to have with the plane at this point? Would it help to be under the plane, to submit yourself to the plane's imminent authority in the whole flying to Melbourne thing? Or would it help to be inspired by the plane to watch it fly off and whisper, one day I hope to do that? What about following the plane? You know, the plane is going to Melbourne, and so it stands to reason that if you take note of the direction it goes and pursue it, then you too will end up there. Of course, the key relationship you need with the plane is not to be under it, behind it, or inspired by it. You need to be in it. Why? Because by being in the plane, what happens to the plane will also happen to you. The question, did you get to Melbourne? Will be part of a larger question, did the plane get to Melbourne? If the answer to the second question is yes, and if you were in the plane, then what happened to the plane will also have happened to you. And so it, it continues. I think at heart, the biblical idea of being in Christ is something like that. Yeah, that's and good. That I like that. Well, unpack that. Can, can you compare that to like being in Christ? Like yeah. how did that speak to you, that illustration? Just being in union with Christ, mm-hmm. it helped me understand that the benefits um, that, that happen because of the work of Christ, mm-hmm. I, that's my reality now. Amen. Um, you know, Christ was buried and, and raised. I will also raise. So what happened to Christ, what happens to Christ will happen to me. And Ephesians 1 talks a lot about, you know, in Christ and all these spiritual benefits I get to enjoy because of this union with Christ. Because of the gift of Mm -hmm. salvation Mm -hmm. that we don't earn, but we've been given. That's how we, mm -hmm. that's how our relationship with Christ is is established is just through faith. Right. Through faith. I think that's one of the things that sticks out to me about this verse and like the the verses around it, because I'm a performance gal as well. Um, I think I'm always trying to to do good, Mm -hmm. to earn. Um, And I love that, you know, there's a phrase that we kind of hear culturally, at least I've heard it, God helps those who help themselves. It's a very, it's actually, some people think it's in the Bible. Yes, it's actually, (laughs) it's not, not in the Bible. Um, Actually, it's the opposite. God helps the helpless. Mm -hmm. And I love, you know, salvation is not of our doing. So we cannot Mm -hmm. be saved by our doing. There's nothing we can do to make God love us more. There's nothing we can do to make God love us less. Mm -hmm. And even the verse before that in the Mm -hmm. NLT, salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. We are God's masterpiece. Mm So what a freedom for me that like sets me free personally. So I'm like, Oh wow. There, you know, it's, it's out of my hands. Thank God. You know, and what a grace that is. I'm not loved because of my performance. Right. We're culturally wired that way. I think Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. achieve, to get better, to, um, appear, to have it all together. And the reality is none of us do, even though we may look like it, but at the same time, it's all covered under the blood of Christ and we're sealed with him. And it's that that yeah. is the key, not what I do. 
Yeah, and if our identity is in him, then it's okay if we show up not having things all together because we have the love of God, the unconditional love of God. And, and like the freedom you talked about, mm-hmm. I'm free to be me, really. I'm free to be authentic. Right. I don't have to hide my weaknesses and my struggles because, you know, I want to appear like I'm earning favor. Um, so it's, it is that's a good. huge freedom, yeah, huge good. freedom. Well, Tammy, is there something in this passage that you didn't notice the first time you read it, but maybe caught your eye like the second or the fifth mm-hmm. or the hundredth time mm-hmm. you read it? Yeah, that's a great question. I will say that I planned a whole retreat around this one verse one time. Okay. This is when I was living in Ethiopia and I did a spiritual retreat for some girls who lived in a home. These are girls that were on the street who can't, who um, the local police would find on the street. They would bring them into this girl's home that I worked at. And because these girls were kind of, I mean, they knew. They were very, they knew they were the lowest you, you can get on the social ladder. Um, and so I really wanted them to understand their worth, really wanted them to understand what it meant to have a relationship with Christ and the benefits that come with that. And so I told, taught a whole uh, weekend on this one verse. And so I did, I did realize, I realized later, I mistaught a little portion of the verse. And so I did go, go on. deeper in my understanding. <laughs> um, thankfully, it wasn't anything too, you know, too off. But I took the, the verse and I split it into three. And I said, we're God's workmanship or the NLT says his masterpiece. And so I talked about how God created you just how he wanted you to be. He gave you the gifting, you know, he wanted you to have, he made you look the way he wants you to look. And then you, and you can just be, you can accept that and you can, you can like yourself. You can love yourself because you can trust how God created you to be. And then I talked about my second session was about being in Christ and really talking about that. And then the third part was that he's, he has created you to do good works. He has already prepared the work he wants to do for you. And I wanted these young ladies to realize like God has work for me to do. And my job is to figure out how he created me with the gifts that he's created me with. He wants me to live redeemed in, in him and have that confidence and, and understand that. And then, then I can do this work that he's called me to do. So the part that I understand, understood more deeply later on is that I don't think that part God's workmanship is talking about your spiritual gifts and, mm. you know, those kind of things. I think it actually means um, that the masterpiece is, is that we're created anew in Christ, the new self, the new person, mm. the new redeemed people who are living as new creation. I think new creations, I think that's more what that means. Mm. Um, But the other part, I think that the more I've studied it and thought about it, I've accepted and lived more into the fact that I'm on a team. You know, this is talking to a community. This is talking to the church. Right, right. It's not a, it's not a, I mean, it is talking to us as individuals, but it's also saying we are God's workmanship. So it's speaking to the church. And that God has work for me to do. And it's not my job to do all the work. Mm. It doesn't depend on you. No, it doesn't depend on me. And it's not my Mm. job to be good at all the things. Like I'm part of a team. God has given me a piece of the work and I can trust him with that work. And I think that's a part that I've also grown to understand more deeply as well. I can trust God with the part he's given me to play Mm. in his mission along with my brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm -hmm. And so that helps me not get so caught up. Maybe if a door is closed for me, I can trust the open doors Mm -hmm. because I, you know, I know God will give me the strength and this is the work he's given me at this moment. Mm -hmm. 
But when he closes a door, I can, I can trust him and know that that doesn't have anything to do with my worth. That's good. Because that door right. closed, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean I'm not good enough. Mm. That's just not the part God wants me to play right now. He has something mm-hmm. else for you to do. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're less because he closes a door. That's and right. I think that's really mm-hmm. important to understand mm-hmm. that seasons change. And so God has different yeah. things and it's yeah. okay. So I, so I, I don't see that as rejection mm-hmm. anymore. I see that as direction. But when I feel yeah. rejected, my response will reveal to me where my identity is. That's, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's something yeah. that God uses in my life. Like when I feel the pain of like, yeah. maybe I wasn't invited mm-hmm. to something um, mm-hmm. or maybe a door closed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, can, I can like move beyond that feeling, re- feeling that rejection. I feel it. I could feel it, you know, when it first happens. But then I have to remind myself of of this, this passage, like this scripture helps me to remember that my worth is not tied to that rejection, that perceived mm, rejection. That's, I think understanding that and moving Mm -hmm. forward is like the, the result of this scripture is you understand who you Mm -hmm. are in Christ Mm -hmm. and your identity is there. Mm -hmm. Anything else about this scripture that gives you a result that impacts your daily life? Yeah, I'll share this with you, with you guys. Um, I think of it as fallen Tammy mm. and redeemed Tammy. Okay. I've named, I've okay. named when I'm not acting like myself, when I'm not living out the reality of my identity in Christ, that's fallen Tammy. Okay. okay? Now fallen Tammy, um, when she feels rejected, she mm. can really go down a rap, like a hole of like, you know, people don't like me, yep. whatever, like I'm not good enough. Um, shame can come quickly back into my life. And we know in Christ, there's no condemnation, right? Amen. I can right. start feeling um, like false guilt and different things. Um, I could maybe be jealous. Um, I could care too much what people think of me. Um, I can go back to tying my worth to, am I doing well at work? Mm. You know, am I doing well as a mom, am I doing well? You know, I can go back to that, but I have to recognize, okay, this is, I'm living, my identity is in Adam at that point. I'm living the fallen, the fallen version of Tammy. But actually my reality is the redeemed version of Tammy. And so when I'm living in my redeemed self, and that really is the reality that I'm living daily, mm-hmm. then I'm content with where God has me. That's good. Um, I can good. celebrate what God's doing in other people's lives as well as my own life and be content with what he's doing in my, in uh, my life. Um, I feel fully loved mm-hmm. and now I can give to others. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, if I'm in the fallen Tammy state, I'm trying to get things from other people mm-hmm. because I'm trying to feel loved by the people around me. Right. Uh, but redeemed Tammy knows she's fully loved and fully accepted. She is righteous when God looks at her. Um, and so that's something that helps me. Like when I get like usually some emotion, stirs up in me and I'm like, oh, am I, am I living fallen Tammy right now? Or I'm, am I living redeemed Tammy right now? I love that distinction. Yeah. And I think Mm -hmm. that's good. Important to note, like, you know, people are going to hurt our feelings and we're going to be passed over maybe for opportunities Mm -hmm. and that is okay. Yeah. But it's when you, and you talked about this with fallen Tammy, it's like when we allow that to affect who we are and our identity 
that's mm-hmm. and when we spiral down that spiral that you're describing i'm like oh yes yeah. <laughs> i've been there um that's when it yeah. becomes um not who you know who, yeah, yeah we, are. we are exactly and so i like know the distinction i'm like it's okay to lament and to grieve and yeah, to yeah. be sad and to yeah, cry out to god and be angry but when it's like when you start to question who you are yeah. um and you know question maybe god's character that's yeah. when it's like okay yeah i think there's a lot that for all of us there are times when we take emotions come and something we get passed over or rejection and it's super hard sometimes to come back to the redeemed we go to the fallen very quickly and so having the distinction can actually just naming them Mm -hmm. sometimes helps us move out of the spiral Mm -hmm. what is the main idea that you think god wants us to take away from this passage tammy i think he does want us to see ourselves as his work his work you know when we um when we give our lives to Christ, we are a new creation, and we are an amazing masterpiece. So I think he does want us to appreciate and love ourselves and, um, you know, see ourselves as very valuable mm-hmm. um, because he created us. Um, but then I think thinking about being in Christ, I think God wants us to understand from this passage that we are in, in him. And I think there are over a hundred times in the New Testament where it uses that in him or in Jesus or in uh, Christ. So this is an important concept for us to understand. And then I think lastly, the last part of that verse is for us to feel content and excited that he has work for us to do, that he's prepared in advance. I mean, the verse is simple. Mm -hmm. You know, you're his workmanship. You're created in Christ to do the good works that he's prepared for you. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for sharing and for being here, Tammy. Would you mind closing our time together in prayer? I'd love to. Thank you. Lord, I do just pray for for everyone hearing um, this podcast, Father, um, that we would really grasp what it means to live a redeemed life, what it means to live as your work, your workmanship, Um, that we're created in Christ. Help us to understand what it means that our life is in union with you. Help us to see the benefits. Help us to see that position. Um, And Lord, I ask also that you show us the work that you want us to do, Lord. And we know that when we are living um, into your work, the work you want us to do, Lord, we feel alive. Um, We're using our gifts Um, and we just get the satisfaction of being a part of your story. So thank you for inviting us into that story. And um, I just pray that you'd help us deeper and deeper and deeper understand um, our worth and how it's tied to Christ. We love you, Lord, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Tammy. And thank you all for listening. You can find this episode wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next time. 